WordPress. For a lot of people, this name might initially conjure up a place for amateur bloggers, almost a hobbyist site. But nothing could be further from the truth. As an open source web hosting platform, WordPress commands a significant proportion of the overall website marketplace, capable not only of hosting, but of scalability, security, and accountability that are vital to small and medium sized enterprises and on par or maybe even greater than that offered by Google or AWS. Hello and welcome to the Cloud Tweaks podcast, where we look at developments and stories dealing with cloud, cybersecurity, the Internet of Things, AI, and other areas of business tech. I'm your host, Steve Prentice. It is a great pleasure to be sitting here today with Robert Jacoby and Tom Finelli talking about uh, one of the most fascinating areas of internet and internet commerce that sometimes gets pushed to the side in uh, view of other things like cloud technologies and uh, larger scale business dominating tech, and that is WordPress. And so we have here two experts who not only can speak to the power of a much more refined approach to using WordPress for small and medium business, but who actually have done it and have read, you know, recognized the solutions and its benefits. So, guys, welcome to the Cloud Tweaks podcast. Tom and Robert, welcome. Thank you, uh, Steve. Great to be here. Thank you, Steve. I just want to kick this off to say, well, you know, what are we looking at here in terms of your individual roles in regards to WordPress and its relationship with Steadfast as well? Yeah, so um, I'll I'll kick off here. You know, we started Convesio a few years ago, and the reason we did was because we really felt like the web hosting market was evolving. You know, uh, gone are the days where really legitimate, serious businesses, uh, in my opinion, will rely on discount hosting to run real revenue generating businesses online, whether it's an e-commerce site or if it's a lead gen business for a lead gen website for a local company, the market is maturing, right? And so they want business critical services that aren't going to go down where their website is going to be fast. It's not going to get hacked. And they have a team of people backing it that understand that if something does go wrong, they need to have immediate intervention. And so the market is evolving and uh, people's desire to have a more upstream mid-market type of product is uh, also evolving. And we really see that in some numbers that are playing out. And that is the shared, what I call the legacy hosting market is growing at about a 9% compounded annual growth rate, whereas the managed hosting market is growing at about double that. And so I think there's a bit of an exodus happening from people saying, you know what, we're not going to host on uh, $3 hosting per month anymore. We're going to go up to the $20, $50 a month or higher hosting to have these additional services. Now, WordPress is an interesting space because it is the predominant content management platform on the web. We talk a lot about in the news, Wix and, and Squarespace and all of these various platforms, but they are infinitesimal in market share compared to where WordPress is. In fact, 
There was an article, WordPress right now, uh, in fact, they just did the state of the word from Matt Mullenweg this last week. And WordPress is right around 39% of the web is powered by it. And I just saw an article, I think it was by 2025, it's going to be 50% of the web. What was interesting is Matt said in his state of the word that during the pandemic was the fastest period of growth in WordPress. So these people that are out there saying, you know, well, WordPress is slowing down because there's all sorts of new technologies on the market. That's just not the case. I think more and more people, it sort of reached the tipping point probably long ago. There's so many developers, there's so many plugins, there's so many designers, marketing people, and the like that all know how to use WordPress. It is their preferred tool. And the platform has become so sophisticated that it really can, you can create anything almost on the web with it in in terms of a a website for sure, Uh, whether it be business or blogging, that it's sort of the entrenched leader. And so the place where we kind of come in is we are very specialized hosting designed for websites that need to scale very quickly and maintain speed and performance while they're scaling. And so that uh, it has been a gap in the, the WordPress market. If you ask a lot of WordPress folks, one of the hardest things to do with WordPress is to make it fast, performant, and scalable. And so we've sort of seen a niche in the market where as these businesses are maturing and more sophisticated businesses are coming online, they really want enterprise-level solutions that don't cost at the enterprise level, and they're not as difficult to implement as some enterprise hosting, like if you were to go build your own stack on AWS or Google. So you are basically filling in that mid-ground between the key product itself and then the the marketplace. So if I can just bring Robert in here now, what are your observations in seeing this? You are an external expert who is schooled in how all of this works. So what are you seeing both in terms of your personal experience uh, and also perhaps looking forward to the future to go from the stats that Thomas just sent in terms of where we may be going beyond 2020 on a WordPress type platform? Boy, that's a lot of questions bundled all into one. Let's start with Referencing the state of the word, and I think that's very important because the absolute increase in how much WordPress runs the web is huge. It went up from 34% of the global internet to 39%. So when Tom talks about the biggest increase year over year, yeah, that is real, and it's shocking at how huge of the space WordPress is involved in, which of course begs the question, you know, how do you function well with that kind of platform and ecosystem and from you know soup to nuts so from bare metal all the way up to your website you really need to be paying attention to all these aspects and how they interact with each other and with that influx of new people who are let's call it let's call it generation three of wordpress users you had the hardcore open source developers at the beginning the market takers over the last 10 years. And now we really have a a new generation of, I just want a website that can do one of 10 different things. And that includes everything from blogging to newsletters, to e-commerce, to even sort of SaaS services around that. So you really need to be aware of, you know, how that stack runs. And Google has told us for years, it's got to be fast. It's got to be performant. We've told, we being 
end users have told the community, it's got to be easy. We can't think about this stuff because we're generating our revenue and livelihood, not by being tech heads. So that convergence is happening fast and furiously, especially over the last year. And I don't see it abating anytime soon. So that includes you know, the growth of WordPress to 50% of the market in 2025, which I personally think will happen sooner. Uh, the reliance on highly performant stacks and hosting. So everything from the bare metal infrastructure, say like at a steadfast integrated with a hosting company that understands how to take advantage of that stack and integrate with the software like Convezio. That's it. All of this is accelerating and being aware of that and you know in that mindset i think it's very critical because end users just want it to work it's just got to work it's got to be easy it's got to be fast it can never go down you know sort of the basics everyone has this experience around their their you know android and ios apps where it's just like i click it and it does whatever i want it to do so the more you know open source in general but specifically a wordpress you know stack environment understands this uh, the more successful those players will be. It's interesting to see this image and the brand of WordPress rising, if you like, from the ground here as you describe this, as both of you describe this, because honestly, I'll say myself, you know, having been in this sector for more than 20 years, I've been very familiar with WordPress. It's been a constant presence. But the first thing that a lot of people think about is, well, yeah, it's, it's for bloggers. So it's an interesting kind of division, breaking away from the perceptual brand of it just simply being, let's say, a blog for just simply hobbyists. Uh, whereas when you watch television commercials, you see the commercials for the other vast startup sites like Wix, as you were saying, and GoDaddy and a few others that have a very high profile. But I don't see, myself anyway, I haven't seen a lot of commercials for WordPress. So it's kind of like a sleeper that's been there in the background. I've used WordPress for some of my other clients as their sort of home base for their postings almost daily. So it's not like I'm a stranger to it. But it does seem to be that its emergence, as you're describing, as, as a central tool to small and medium businesses, especially for its scalability, is a fascinating revelation. So do you think that the marketplace is already well aware of this or do we need to expand this presence a lot more i mean where does it stand well this is a very very interesting thing and and let me explain to you why this is happening okay wordpress has never been historically i'm going to use this term it's a little bit of a misnomer but a consumer product if you look at wix these are for-profit companies Whereas WordPress is an open source platform, and that's a big distinguishment to make. And I, I think one of the things to keep in mind here is Wix is trying to focus on this lower end of the market, which is the people just getting online, okay? The people that are, I've got a business, I, I'm a one-man show, I'm just starting up, I need to get a website, and I'm not going to hire a professional to do it for me. I want to try and do it myself. And that requires a different type of marketing, I think, than historically what WordPress has done. And that's why you're seeing the sort of consumer presence, if you will, of Wix in places where business professionals watch TV, you know, you might see commercials during Shark Tank, things like that. WordPress, six out of 10 designers, web designers choose WordPress over other content management platforms, probably higher than that. That stat's 
a little bit dated, but the professionals you would go to to build a website, those people are the ones making the decision to use WordPress. It's not the end person who needs the website built. Whereas in the Wix and Squarespace world, it is those end users making the decision. They're signing up and doing it, doing it themselves. So I think that's a bit of a sort of differentiation and why you see those other platforms being talked about more on in consumer channels. Now, I do think there's another interesting sort of um, thing that's going to happen here. And that is the fact that right now there is no unicorn in the WordPress space that has gone public yet. So we expect in the next 24 months that WP Engine, who's the 800-pound gorilla in the hosting market, is going to have an IPO. And then we also think that Automatic, the company behind WordPress, is going to have an IPO after that, most likely. So within the next 24, maybe 36 months, who knows with the pandemic and the timings of things, we do believe there's going to be some large movement in terms of IPOs in the WordPress space. And I speak from experience because I I was in a prop tech field 15 years ago. That field, when I entered, had no public companies doing property technology. And then uh, I happened to be fortunate enough to be on the an executive at the first company that had an IPO in that space. And if you look eight, nine, 10 years later, it transformed that space. There's multiple IPOs, there's venture capital money, billions of dollars, hundreds of startups. And I do think that is going to have a very profound effect on maturing the market of WordPress and the perception of WordPress as something that has historically been seen as sort of this open source blogging platform to a real true enterprise platform. I do think that's going to wind up happening. And so I think you've got all those things in play that are going to be sort of in flux over the next five years. And Robert, you were saying also, I think that if we put some numbers behind this, so the rubber meets the road here, you you have observed personally some significant uh, increases in speed and reliability. Uh, so I'm also wanting to bring Steadfast into the equation here. So if you can just describe a little bit about this kind of the three-way relationship and what the tangible benefits are that you've observed. Sure, perfect. Uh, even though uh, Tom stole most of my marketing thunder for <laughs> what's going on in WordPress. Um, So I will hit both because I've got my notes here. To dive back into the critical nature of performance, you do need something to run software on. And it's it's not just a computer or a bunch of wires. There needs to be a bare metal infrastructure in place that supports growth, scalability, flexibility for that next software layer, which we'll call the hosting side, i.e. Convesio. So you have a layer of steadfast that looks to be as performant as possible at that layer. So there's redundancy, there's performance, there's being tapped into you know the nearest, fastest backbone providers, all these critical components that not all hosting uh, infrastructure companies can even do because there are limited access points to those kinds of things. So focusing on that level is really, really important. And then you know, with their tools integrating with a hosting provider, that makes that transition easier. But it also, if, if done well, like the Convesio and Steadfast relationship, it right off the bat increases performance you know, by 
So if I look at my hosting experience for my media site, it's gone from X level of hosting to 20% faster by just being on Convezio before Convezio added steadfast infrastructure into their stack. Adding steadfast into that stack boosted performance by another 20%. Those are key things. And with so many hosting companies sort of just taking ad hoc cloud storage at places like Amazon, Google Cloud, you know, that's commoditized. So you need to be able to find people who specialize in that kind of integration service. You just can't throw up a, you know, a virtual machine or a Kubernetes Docker XYZ stack and expect to be different, you know, faster, better, uh, stronger than someone who's really looking out for the whole stack, you know, top to bottom. Yeah. And I, and if I could just add to that, Steve, you know, um, Robert's totally right. The challenge that I think companies have, businesses have that, uh, businesses like steadfast answer is, you know, if everyone is on the same tech platform, right? Like Google cloud, it just becomes that much harder to differentiate. You know, if we're all using the latest compute optimized instances, which, you know, I don't know, about six, 12 months ago, everyone switched to the C2 instances on Google, which are the the second generation compute optimized instances. And everyone started saying they're 200% faster. And and it was literally like three or four of the leading hosting companies were all like, we're 200% faster now. Well, if you're all 200% faster than you were, it's like there's not much differentiation in that, right? Competitively. Uh, And so what we were kind of on the lookout for was how can we really innovate? And I think that becomes, that is a plague on the hosting market. You know, there are a lot of hosting companies, a a lot of web hosting companies just implement cPanel and they're literally in air quotes, me tooing one another. There is no differentiation of the tech stack that that's underneath them. Then you come into the upper end of the market, the managed hosting market, the place where the, you know, Kinstas, Pagely's, you know, Kinstas on Google Cloud, Pagely's on um, AWS, uh, you know, WP Engine uses a, a, a several different providers, but they're mostly their new stuff's on Google, I believe. And so... There are benefits to that. I mean, you know, there's definitely benefits to Google um, and and their platform, but there's also, when you start to get in there, there's just, you are somewhat limited. Google is not going to spin up a custom machine type for us that fits our exact needs, whereas Steadfast is willing to go the extra mile, which allows us to be able to differentiate. And so, you know, when Robert was saying, well, you know, my site was already fast. Yes, because it was on the C2 instances, which is what we use and everyone else uses. Um, But then you put steadfast on top of that. It's even faster because that stack is optimized for what we're doing at Convesio. And I think that's the thing that makes steadfast, really attractive is the ability for a company like us to compete and differentiate from the sea of competitors 
that are just using the same thing that everyone else is. Right. So it's a strategic concept alongside the actual technological advance. Okay, so this is some tangible uh, sort of demonstrations of its viability and to be an advantage for small and medium-sized businesses. So let's look at that audience. Who are we uh, looking to speak to? Uh, because at CloudTweaks, you know, we have uh, listeners who are everything from uh, one-person operations right through to working in large enterprise organizations. So what is the, the spectrum of the kinds of organizations that would be interested in pursuing this kind of approach, uh, even if they have something already in place, of course, but to say, yeah, I'd like to move across to this idea? I think anybody who is utilizing infrastructure for a competitive advantage they have to look at utilizing a company like a Steadfast uh, because they wind up losing some of that differentiation, uh, especially if there is a focus on, you know, if you have the right people on your team and you've got, you know, innovators and visionaries on your team, there's a little bit of, you know, that you're going to be somewhat confined by using the Google infrastructure. Whereas if you can sit down with people who really understand data centers and servers and craft the exact thing that you need for your application, you're going to be further ahead. So I think that's sort of the, the logic for utilizing a partner like Steadfast. I think that in terms of Convesio, right, who would utilize what we've gone ahead and built on this platform is across the range organizations that use WordPress that really see the need and the value for high speed, high performance, fully managed WordPress that have challenges scaling. You know, we talk to a lot of businesses and a lot of people are like, well, you know, we don't have, we don't need to scale. And the concept of scaling is one where the more people you put on your website, it's going to run slower right? Most likely. So the more capacity a server's under, the slower it's going to start to perform. So most businesses don't realize this. You know, they're sending out huge email marketing blasts to 100,000 people. That's a scaling incident, right? That's, you know, now your site might not crash, it might not go down. But if you're a big marketing team, you're sending out a large email blast or something all in one day, and you get a surge of people coming to your site, you want that site to be as fast for the first person that clicks your email link as the 500th person that clicks your email link. And so organizations that are interested in high performance WordPress, fully managed, uh, these are people that are, you know, really uh, interested in what we're doing at Convesio. We are currently recording this at the end of 2020, a year like no other. And almost as a fitting climax of the year, we are seeing this enormous cyber security explosion of uh, the, the FireEye solar winds hack, which seems to continue to expand on a daily basis, not only, of course, through the, the government agencies, but also high profile organizations like Cisco and many others, Microsoft and others, suddenly discovering that they've all drunk from this same well. So... Security, of course, not only is it top of mind for small and medium businesses at any time, it's obviously much more of a sore point at this very moment. So just wondering, Robert, if you can expand upon your observations with regards to security in this WordPress kind of corner of the business market. It's it's almost silly to say it's, it's ripe for the conversation because that conversation should always happen. But when you look at scalability and some of the things you need to take into account with scalability – 
There's obviously you know, the hardware infrastructure, the cloud platform. Are you doing, you know, that load testing? Are you doing uh, you know, that evaluation? It's not just emails that, you know, make a site boom into outer space with uh, traffic. Uh, it's also the Black Fridays, the Cyber Mondays, all those kinds of things. So, you know, there, there needs to be a whole process. So security needs to be part of that layer from start to finish. If we look at what's going on in solar winds, I, I find this uniquely interesting because not only is it something that, quote unquote, just happened today, it's obviously been happening for almost 10 months at a minimum that we know of. Uh, it's also based on proprietary software and technology. And not to say that open source solutions magically make it go away, but but I I do think that something on the scale of solar winds would have been caught much more quickly in, a, in an open source environment. So you have solutions like WordPress on Convezio with, with a very open source stack. Not that you can go into Convezio and see all their code, but you know that on top of XYZ Linux, XYZ web server, WordPress, all those components are being evaluated on a you know, 24, 7, 365 basis uh, for security and issues and vulnerabilities. And on the hardware side, you're going to have, especially companies that are really focused on performance, making sure that performance isn't impacted by hardware decisions and you know, sort of the, that very thin hardware software layer. Is there a magic bullet? No, but you, you really want to be working with companies, tools, and solutions that are committed up and down that stack. So everything from, you know, the beginning of worrying about scalability, you know, load testing and performance testing with solutions like Supervisor to, you know, evaluating how that hosting company has built out their platform from top to bottom. And that means all the way down bare metal on the steadfast side, software layers on the Convezio side. Oh, yeah. And I, and I would say, Steve, just to, you know, bring that point home, Robert said, you know, we try to tell people nobody is immune to being hacked, right? The reality is WordPress is a very large ecosystem. The core of WordPress is extremely secure, but then you have users and users sometimes want to put in password one, two, three, four as their password, right? And so you have challenges in that you've got people who are human making human mistakes You've got people that create plugins that there's a massive repository of plugins, a massive repository of themes, and uh, a lot of folks that set up a website don't have really good processes in place for reviewing. Uh, is their theme up to date? Has it been updated in the last three years, right? And it is possible to, while WordPress does everything it can do to warn people, you might not want to install this. It doesn't prohibit them from installing it. And so there's a lot of layers to potential areas where you can access someone's WordPress site. And I think that we take this sort of layered security approach. You know, we're enterprise Cloudflare partners. We've got a really sophisticated edge firewall and it's, things are containerized. You know, there's all this great, awesome security stuff. But you know, if someone gets your password or you have a really easy to guess password, 
or there's an exploit that, and it's like every week in WordPress, there's some massive exploit that exposes hundreds of thousands or millions of websites. And so really what it comes down to is if and when your site gets exploited or hacked, usually in WordPress, right? People aren't usually after your data in WordPress because your website just contains mostly, most of the time, public data, right? With the exception of maybe e-commerce sites and things like that. But uh, what they want is they want to exploit your website to serve nefarious content, right? And it's at that point that most small and medium-sized businesses are going to be unable to know what to do, right? And so, oh my gosh, you wake up one morning, your website has, you know, a bunch of nefarious content on it. What do you do? And it's a big fire that people have no idea how to put out. And that's where having a partner like a Convesio, where we actually go in and um, you know, 98% of the time we detect this before the customer does because we're proactively scanning sites for this type of exploit and we fix it for them. And if a customer has a problem, we jump in and, and handle it. And I think that's where as a small business, you need to have sort of a team of people in place that can address these things because I have seen just small businesses spiral out of control and lose a week trying to figure out what do I do with my hacked site? Right. So proactive is the key word right now. And I think that's something that people are taking as a big lesson. So guys, you have uh, shared a lot of your time with us today. And uh, any additional thoughts, something we may have missed, something you want to um, get out there as a closing thought before we wrap up? Uh, Robert, can I uh, ask you first? Uh, planning. It, it, it all goes on to planning. Plan for performance, plan for security, if you're just looking to get a website up, you can do that at a billion different places, but you shouldn't be doing it without a specific set of goals in mind and looking for the right provider. And, and that really, you know, is, is that full stack. No one should go into, you know, a hosting situation without knowing where, where their stuff lives. You should know that, oh, it's on Google. And what does that really mean? What, you know, what, how does that impact things like security, uh, maybe legal compliance? You know, am I jumping onto an AWS? You know, same questions. You should be able to get those if you're serious about what you want your site to be successful with. Absolutely. And the, the compliance issue, again, is one of those things that's always lurking around the corner. People tend to forget about where the supposed location of the data is. So, Robert, thank you very much. And Tom, any additional thoughts you'd like to add? Yeah, um, I would just say that I would challenge people out there that have maybe come to some conclusions about WordPress and maybe not looked at it for several years or not been aware of some of the things to sort of reevaluate their thoughts on it because it's a tremendously powerful platform and part of the power of the platform comes from this massive ecosystem of people. And I see a lot of people make decisions about WordPress or some other CMS in quite a vacuum, right? They're like, well, WordPress is this, and that's the only thing they'll consider, which is maybe security, right? Or WordPress is performance, uh, you know, like WordPress is slow. They might have this preconceived idea WordPress is slow, right? And so hopefully today we've sort of expanded some folks' horizons and, and impressions about WordPress. And I will leave you with one other thing, which we didn't talk about, which is actually very exciting and 
we don't currently have a, a sort of uh, dog in this fight because we don't do this at Convesco. But the notion of what Matt talked about in state of the word decoupled WordPress, or we actually sometimes people call it headless WordPress, which is, you know, WordPress has this massive, robust API behind it. And so people are building sites that are essentially WordPress is the content repository, but the site itself is actually just JavaScript and HTML. And so there are some really cool applications where you can sort of have WordPress, but not have WordPress almost. And um, hopefully, you know, my, my goal here is that some folks hearing this might want to re- reconsider how they feel about using WordPress in their organization. So um, that would be my challenge to everyone that's, that's listening. The headless WordPress concept, that's an interesting horse of a different color, as somebody once said. That's right. So, Tom, tell me, where could people find out more information about you and what you do and what you can do for them? Sure. So you can visit us at Convesio, C-O-N-V-E-S-I-O dot com. And we would love to talk to you if you're using WordPress or you want to use WordPress in sort of a high performance, scalable infrastructure built on top of great data centers like Steadfast, uh, we would love to talk to you and see how we might be able to help you with that. Fantastic. And Robert, too, your observations as an industry expert add great value to these kinds of discussions. So where can people find out more about you and learn from your wisdom? Uh, Thank you so much, Steve. Uh, The best two places are on the site, so robertjacobi.com. That's Jacobi with an I, as well as Robert Jacobi on Twitter. Gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure and honor to be speaking with you today on the Cloudsweeks podcast. I really appreciate your time and your knowledge, and I look forward to hopefully speaking with you again. So thank you very much for being here today. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks, Steve. You can find out more about Convesio by visiting Convesio.com. That's C-O-N-V-E-S-I-O.com. Convesio is an industry partner of Steadfast, who are specialists in cloud hosting, managed hosting, and backup and disaster recovery. You can locate them at steadfast, S-T-E-A-D-F-A-S-T, dot net. And Robert Jacoby's keen and valuable insights can be found at robertjacoby.com, R-O-B-E-R-T-J-A-C-O-B-I dot com. And the same thing on Twitter at Robert Jacoby. And as for us, you can check us out at cloudtweaks.com and follow us on Twitter at cloudtweaks. If your company is looking for some great exposure to thousands of decision makers in the IT, cloud, and related industries worldwide, we can craft a campaign that will get you noticed through our website, social media, and newsletter channels, all of which enjoy substantial readership. If you like what you hear, please consider leaving a review wherever you get your podcasts and tell just one more person about us. Until next time, I'm Steve Prentice. Stay safe, and thanks for listening.